We're continuing this morning in the story of the Exodus. Today we'll be looking at Exodus chapter 12, verse 24 through 28. These verses are familiar to us, but they were very familiar to the people of Israel. It was one of the most significant events of their history that is described in these particular verses. But it's almost done out of order. They have the celebration before the event actually happens, and we'll find out why as we look at this passage this morning in Exodus chapter 12. It makes a great story in sports news. We're we're in the midst of several different sports that either are coming to an end, they're in the middle, or they're just beginning. We have a football season that is in full swing. We have baseball season that's coming to an end with the World Series. We've got basketball season starting and hockey season. I don't know if it starts or it's just about to start, but they're all right here going on all at the same time. And it's always exciting when it comes down to the last minute. That last second touchdown, that last second shot in a basketball game, that last second home run that wins the ball game. It's exciting news. Well, the Passover was a little bit like that, but much, much more. Nine plagues God had brought upon the nation of Egypt. As Moses was asked the Pharaoh to let the people go, the Pharaoh would refuse, and yet another plague would occur nine times that's happened, and yet still the Pharaoh refused to allow the people to go. But the tenth plague was different. And Moses told the people to be ready. He told them, when this night is over, we will be free. But even before that event takes place, God instructs Moses on how this day was to be remembered in the years to come through a commemoration that was known as Passover. It was to be an annual remembrance of how God had set his people free. Now now realize God's telling Moses to establish this celebration before the people have actually been set free. (laughs) This annual remembrance was very significant in the life of the people of Israel. In the New Testament, the Passover celebration is used as a teaching tool to remind them and us of what it was Jesus would accomplish on the cross. The Passover reminds all of us of the victory we have in Jesus. We must be careful not to forget. That was a recurring problem for the nation of Israel. In fact, it was a central problem to many of the issues they faced throughout the Old Testament. They forgot. They would forget what God had done for them. And because of their forgetfulness, they would begin to search out other gods. And because of their searching out other gods, that would lead them into idolatry, which every time led them into disaster. And it all began because they forgot. They forgot what God had done for them. They forgot the blessings he had given them. They forgot he brought them out of slavery in Egypt. So right at the beginning, even before they began the journey to the promised land, God commands Moses to create an opportunity for them to remember. 
found in verse 24, Obey these instructions as long as a lasting ordinance for you and your descendants. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you as he promised, observe this ceremony. And when your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then tell them it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. Then the people bowed down and worshipped. It is one of the most basic parts of family life, a building block of the relationship between parents and their children. This question, why are we doing this? Now, now yes, sometimes that question comes from attempt to to get out of doing something, like, do the leaves really need to be raked? I mean, why are we doing this? They're just going to blow back into the yard after we finish. Why are we doing this? But sometimes that's a legitimate Question, a real attempt at learning. And, and, and those questions come when we least expect it. When our child out of nowhere asks, why do we pray? Why do we go to church every Sunday? Why do you read the Bible? And it's not an attempt to get out of anything. It's, it's a desire to truly understand why do we do this? That's what the Passover celebration would be an opportunity for parents and children to do. As the children are asked, why do, why do we have this celebration? What does this mean? It would give the parents an opportunity to pass on to their children the significance of what God had done in freeing his people from slavery in Egypt. It was a reminder of how God had delivered them. A few months back in our Wednesday night uh, prayer and Bible study time, we, we looked at the feasts of the Old Testament in a study by Sam Nadler. And uh, we looked at several of the different feasts and what their meanings were, including the feast of the Passover. And we found that each one of those celebrations had deep meaning, not only for the nation of Israel, but for us today. The, the Passover in, included the unleavened bread that would remind the people of the haste with which they had to leave Egypt because God worked in such a spectacular way in that night. The Passover celebration would also have included four cups that would have been placed on the table, each of them pronouncing God's blessings upon his people. And the Passover included a game. During the first cup, which again was a reminder of God's blessing, The head of the household would take a bag in which there were three pieces of unleavened bread. And he would take one of the pieces of unleavened bread and wrap it in a cloth. And then he would tell all the children to hide their eyes. And he would go into the household and he would hide that piece of unleavened bread. And when it came time for the third cup, the head of the household would announce that it was time for the children to find the hidden piece of bread. And they would scamper out throughout the household looking everywhere they could find until somebody finally found this hidden piece of bread because whoever found the piece of bread got a very special reward. Now, why would they have a game for children? Or why even go through the celebration at all? It was... To remember that God had sought them out. That God had delivered them and that God was still their deliverer. 
Now, by the time of the New Testament, at the traditional Passover celebration, there would have been an empty chair at the head of the table. It was called Elijah's chair. And it was a symbol to the family at that gathering time as they celebrated this Passover event. It was a symbol to them that one was coming who would announce the coming of the Messiah. God had delivered his people from slavery in Egypt. And they looked forward to his deliverance through the Messiah. That's something we need to remember. The Passover is not just some historical event. It's not just a a cultural celebration. The Passover points to Jesus. Repeatedly, the Passover is woven through the passages of the New Testament. Jesus is declared to be the Lamb of God. In John chapter 1, verse 29, verse 36, as, as well as several other references, where the reference is a direct tie to the Passover lamb. Twenty-seven times Jesus is called the lamb in the book of Revelation. Peter describes how we are redeemed through the lamb without blemish in 1 Peter chapter 1. Paul uses the elements of the Passover celebration to illustrate the things that Christ has done for us in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 as well as elsewhere. And perhaps most vividly of all, the Last Supper. Jesus gathered his disciples together as he was about to go to the cross. That Last Supper was a Passover celebration where Jesus gave new meaning to the elements that were gathered there, the bread becoming a powerful image of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. The the third of the fourth cups was called the cup of redemption, and that was the cup that Jesus used to illustrate what it would take, that it would take the, the spilling of His blood at the cross to bring us forgiveness and everlasting life. The events described in Luke chapter 22, verse 19. And he took bread, he gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. In the traditional Passover celebration, there was a fourth cup called the Hallel cup. It's the the Hebrew word from which we get our English word, hallelujah. It was the praise cup. In an Old Testament understanding, it was a prayer for the coming of the Messiah. In our New Testament understanding, we give praise that the Lord has come. We celebrate God's great gift. Through the years, I have developed ways to remember things that are important. I used to have a a written calendar where I would write down uh, whatever it was that I was supposed to remember. Now I have one that's online that I can set alarms on it so that my phone will chirp whenever I'm supposed to be somewhere. So whenever my phone starts to vibrate, I know either I have a call, a text, or it's somebody's birthday that day. So I I know something important is going on. Now, I continue to use Post-it notes. You know, those are still really handy. But I've also discovered something else. Now, most of you probably 
already know about this because they've been around forever, but I, I didn't realize they were there. I just found out about them. It, it's a, a program on your computer called Sticky Notes, because I used to write post-it notes and, and literally stick them on the monitor there so I could remember things that I, I needed to remember. But, but these, it, it's a way to make a virtual post-it note where it, it, looks, it looks like a little post-it note there, but, but this one disappears when you go to another program. Before, I used to have to take them all off so I could see what I was typing. These, you don't have to do that. They, they just come up when, when you're not actually doing something else, but it's a great way to remember things. Now, it's always good to have, you know, have my, my online calendar, I have my, my sticky notes on my computer, but most importantly, I have a wife. <laughs> and she's really good about reminding me. Now, did you remember you have a committee meeting this afternoon? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've just got to get, to, get there, i got to get there. Thanks for reminding me that. Now, so between my, my phone vibrating, the little po- sticky notes on my computer screen, and, and Marcia telling me stuff, I usually get wherever it is I'm supposed to be. The Passover was more than just a holiday. It was more than just a reason to get the family together for a meal. It was a reminder that God is our deliverer. Put reminders in your life of what God has done for you. Now, we have some of those already on our calendar. We have Christmas that's coming up in a few weeks. We've got Easter that will be coming up not too long from now. And and when those celebrations come around, take some time to remember what they're really all about. That we're celebrating that God sent His Son into our world. That we are commemorating the great sacrifice He did on the cross and the fact that He is risen. Take time when those reminders that come on our calendar come along to remember what God has done. We, we have reminders that are built into our, our church life as well. The most obvious being the, the Lord's Supper. And some of those, like the Lord's Supper, oftentimes we take them for granted. We, we, we kind of feel like, well, that's just another... Lord's Supper service. Not that big a deal. Oh, don't do that. Take that opportunity to gather together with your fellow believers and give praise and thanks and remember what Jesus did for you. Take opportunity through those reminders that are built into our church calendar to remember what God has done. And finally, find those things that work for you. Different things work for different people. Some of you may use some of the uh, uh, little post-it note things, you know, and you can just write a little scripture verse or a promise that God has, has made very real to you and put that on your bathroom mirror or on your bedroom mirror or just someplace where you will see it often every day. Maybe a little note card that you, you put on your breakfast table or, or just something that you will see every day that will remind you how Gracious God has been. How marvelous is His mercy. How wonderful are His blessings. We live in a wonderful age of, of technology. There are all kinds of ways that, that people much smarter than I am have developed of, of ways that you can get an email of a, of a Bible verse every day. Just a reminder of what, what God's done for you. Or, or you can, can have a text that will come to you every morning at whatever time that you set that will just remind you of a promise that God has made or a Bible verse that's been meaningful to you. Or if you're on Instagram or any of those other kind of, of services, 
People have developed ways that will give you a daily reminder of, of what God has done. Those are wonderful views. Take advantage of those if you're able to do so. They're, they're great ways to just be a reminder of what God has done for you. It's one of the reasons it's so important to have a, a time of, of daily devotion. Just a time where you get apart from everything else in your world and spend a few minutes reading the Bible and pray. So often in our busy lives, we just don't get quiet enough to hear God speak to us. And so it's so important to have that daily time that you take God's Word and, and just let Him speak to you and be reminded of all the things He has done for you. The point is, find those things that will help you. Find those things that will remind you of all the ways that God has delivered you. Heavenly Father, we are a forgetful people. We're not much different than the people of Israel. People you bless so profoundly, and yet so often they forgot those blessings. God, we do exactly the same thing. I know I do. So often I get so bound up in all the, the different things that are going on in my life, the schedule, the, the crises, the, the issues that I face, that I forget to just take time to remember. So God, this morning, help us do that. Help us just take some time right here, right now, to remember the things that you have done for us. God, help us to put in our day those opportunities to remember you. Because, God, you are our deliverer. For that we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.